KC, are you there? Oh, dang. I triggered it. Yeah, I'm here. You just you made me yawn with your yawn. Yeah. Okay. I'm here. You here? You I'm- ready to learn some more Bible stuff? Oh. <laughs> are, are you insinuating that you're going to teach me? I am going to okay. teach you. Okay. Yes, I'm, re- I'm ready, honey. You go. You have at it. Uh, yeah, I will have at it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to fuck this Bible up. Okay, the, you're right. You are going to fuck it up, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so last time, as everybody remembers, John Wick killed, well, everybody. Um, and he's left as king of uh, Judah. And, or, well, no, there's no king in Judah, and John Wick is king of Israel. Sorry. It, this whole two-kingdom thing is fucking. Anyways. Um <laughs> Aaliyah, the, you know, the singer that died in like 2001, she went crazy after <laughs> the surprised Fonzie guy died and she killed everyone who would be king, including her own kids. That is some radical motherly love, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, except for this one little shit named Joe. Joe was saved to be the king because he was hidden for six years in a creepy temple with creepy priests. Aaliyah ruled the land for six years. All right. Uh, back in Israel, John Wick tricked all of Baal's ministers to come to one place. And then he cleaned house there, too. Because, you know, you you only worship that one God. You don't worship the other gods. Because at this point in time, they thought that multiple gods exist, not just the one. God gave John Wick a like, follow, and a subscribe for viciously lying and murdering these freaking ministers. So God is A-OK with senseless murder. Um, John Wick ends up worshiping cows, though, like a vegan. And promises God no more meat. God was displeased and gave him a dislike. I don't think he unfollowed him just yet. I think he has to be pushed a little bit more for the unfollow thing. Hey, if you're... Uh, Liking this so far, why don't you guys subscribe? Anyways, in Judah, Joe had his diapers changed, and then he was crowned king before his balls dropped. You got to get him in as king before the balls drop, otherwise he's just rambunctious. This is their first child king. Oh, yes, it's it's the child king. Anyways, Aaliyah then was killed because uh, she's crazy if she thinks she can just rule like that. What is she? I don't even know why she even tried. Anyways, Joe's priest, E. Honda, was uh, Joe's regent, and E. Honda bitch slapped the fuck out of the Temple of Baal and the priests that were there. Joe didn't tear down the high places, which allowed people to still be pagans, and that pissed God off. God gave him a dislike. You don't want a dislike from God, because that means you're going to hell. Y'all don't go to hell. Give this video a like. (laughs) That's the end of the study today. Thank you. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Yep. Forgot to buy heathens. <laughs> What's up, heathens? How, How y'all, y'all doing? doing? So, um, obviously, as usual, it's not all correct what I said, but you know, some of it was. I don't even know who you were talking about at the end. 
The E person. E Honda. Um, Jehoya. Jehoya. Jehoyada. Honda. Honda. Jehoyada. E Honda. Okay. He's a street fighter. No, he's a priest. Well, I mean, he later turns into a street fighter that bitch slap his pee. You know that one move where he's like, and he just like bitch slaps somebody. What move? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Street Fighter. Oh, honey, no. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you ready to, are you ready to actually start here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so today we're starting off with 2 Kings chapter 11. We're going to do a little bit of King, uh, 2 Kings 8, sorry, not 8, 10, 11, and 12. And then we're going to do some 2 Chronicles 22 and 23. So, um, John was right. The, we start off, we don't have a king in Judah, And we do have a king of Israel. Jehu becomes the king of Israel. He takes over and he kills the uh, previous king of Israel, which is the house of Ahab. Right. Uh, John Wick. He cleans house. Uh, That's what the entire thing was last time. Jehu. Okay. Uh, His name's Jehu. So he injured Ahaziah, who was the king of Israel. Sorry, the king of Judah. And um, then Ahaziah escapes, but Jehu catches up with him later, um, has him killed, uh, kills all of his sons. There we are. See, nobody escapes John Wick's grasp. <laughs> well, so I guess he didn't really think about killing the women's, right? Who thinks about the women's in this? Well, nobody should. They're going to start because Ahaziah's mama, uh, Athaliah. Aaliyah. Athaliah. She found out that her son was dead and had had herself a little bit of a meltdown she needed a snickers bad right um (laughs) because she proceeded to destroy the whole royal family of the house of judah now when i say she destroyed the whole royal family of the house of judah everyone who was alive who could be considered an heir in any sense of any word she killed she had killed including her own children that's motherly love, right? Okay. No, I think that's opposite of motherly love. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Jehosheba, who was the daughter of King Jehoram, took Joash, who was Ahaziah's son. So, this this woman, Athaliah, is Ahaziah's son. Mm-hmm. Or is, is Ahaziah's mother. Which makes Joash Athaliah's grandmother. Or grandson. I'm I'm fucking this all up. (laughs) So sorry. So Athaliah is Ahaziah's mom Mm -hmm. and Joash's grandma. Okay. Well, so she would have just assumed killed Joash. Mm -hmm. But um, Jehosheba, the daughter of King Jehoram, stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered and put him and a nurse in a bedroom. Um, because Jehosheba, the daughter of King Jehoram and wife of the priest Jehoiada. Okay. So she was Jehoiada's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also Ahaziah's sister and she hid the child from Athaliah. So she could not kill him. And he remained hidden with them at the temple of God for six years while Athaliah ruled the land. 
You know, this sounds a, at least a little similar to Moses' story. Yeah, he was saved. Yeah. Yeah, from a slaughter. From a slaughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, now, I know we've got it. We kind of had a lot of characters there. But we're going to jump from Judah back to Israel. Okay, so we've got Jehu in power in Israel. Now, he went through, if you don't remember last time, like John was saying, and John waked the entire fucking place of anyone who worshipped Baal or who participated in anything that could be considered sin against God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he brought all of the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little. Jehu will serve him much. Now summon all the prophets of Baal, all his ministers and all his priests. See that no one is missing because I am going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. But Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the ministers of Baal. So he had everyone called to him, every single person, mm-hmm. under the idea that they were going to have this great sacrifice to Baal, even though he had just killed all of these people in the name of Yahweh God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to make them, to get them there because they thought they were going to have some big sacrifice to Baal. So... Jehu said, call an assembly in honor of Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then he sent word throughout Israel and all the ministers of Baal came. Not one stayed away. They crowded into the temple of Baal until it was full from one end to the other. And Jehu Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, bring robes for all the ministers of Baal. So he brought out robes for them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went to the temple of Baal. Jehu said to the ministers of Baal, look around and see that no servants of the Lord are here with you, only ministers of Baal. So they went in to make sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had posted 80 men outside with with this warning. If one of you lets any of the men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his. Hmm. As soon as Jehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, go in and kill them. Let no one escape. So they cut them down with the sword. The guards and officers threw the bodies out and then entered the inner shrine of the temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone out of the temple of Baal and burned it. They demolished the sacred stone of Baal and tore down the temple of Baal. And people have used it for a latrine to this day. (laughs) <laughs> people are still shitting in that place that was a temple yeah i mean it's got it's got thousands of years of shit piled up on top of it <laughs> it's amazing we don't know where this is um so jehu destroyed Baal worship in israel oh nice That's one right. one swift move in israel no more ball bail mm-hmm. so the lord said to jehu Because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in my eyes and have done to the house of Ahab all I had in mind to do, your descendants will sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. Oh, wow. So you're telling me right now that God approves of senselessly murdering thousands of people. Yes. The entire house of Ahab and everyone who followed them last time. And then all of the worshipers of Baal, because the Ahab people, it wasn't, it, it wasn't just, they weren't just Baal worshipers. It was just, they were, they sinned and they were part of that family. So they were right. gone. Right. And so, yes, God not only wanted this to happen, he rewarded Jehu for doing it. I will refrain from what I think his reward was. <laughs> However, 
He, meaning Jehu, did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit, the worship of the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. Yet Jehu was not careful to keep the law of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all his heart. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, which had he had caused Israel to commit. So he he did destroy Baal worship, mm-hmm. but he himself worshipped the golden calves at Bethel, uh, the tribe of Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he fucked up too. Obviously. I mean, all of these people fuck up until Jesus. Yeah. And then he doesn't. Yeah. Never. Okay. So now we're going to go back to Judah and we're going to be there for the rest of the time. Okay. So we're done with our Israel story for this, this time. So in the seventh, and this is Kings, uh, second Kings chapter 11 and second Chronicles 23. Okay. There, these, this is kind of a combination of the shit that's in both of those things. So in the seventh year, uh, Jehadoya showed his strength. He made a covenant with the commanders of the, of units of hundred, um, Azariah, or Azariah, son of Jeroham, Ishmael, son of Jehohanan, Jehohanan, Jehunan. I feel like they're just tacking on random sounds to the end of it. I know. Azariah, son of Obed, Masaiah, son of Adaiah, and Elisaphat, son of Zikri. They went through Judah and gathered the Levites, the heads of Israelite families from all the towns. When they came to Jerusalem, the whole assembly made a covenant with the king at the temple of God. So if you, if you don't remember from just earlier in this podcast, Jehadoya is the priest that helped save and uh, his, well, his wife helped save Joash, right? So... Um, Jehadoya said to them, the king's son shall reign. So Ahaziah's son, right? Right. As the Lord promised concerning the descendants of David. Now this is what you are to do. A third of you priests and Levites who are going on duty to the Sabbath are to keep watch at the doors. A third of you at the royal palace and a third of you at the fountain gate. And all the other men are to be in the courtyards of the temple of the Lord. No one is to enter the temple of the Lord except the priests and Levites on duty. They may enter because they are consecrated, but all other men are to guard while the Lord has ass- as the Lord has assigned to them. So the Levites are to station themselves around the king, each man with his weapon in hand. Anyone who enters the temple must be put to death. Stay close to the king wherever he goes. Now, when he says the king, he means the little boy. Right. Joash. He's seven at this point, right? Mm-hmm. The Levites and all the men of Judah did just as Je- uh, Jehadoya the priest had ordered. Oh, that's Ehonda. Yeah, I don't even know how you came up with that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, each one took his men, those who were going on duty on the Sabbath and those who were going off duty, for Jehadoya the priest had not released any of the divisions. Then he gave the commanders of units of a hundred, the spears and, and the large and small shields that have belonged to King David and that were in the temple of God. He stationed all the men, each with his weapon in hand, around the king, near the altar and at the temple, from the south side to the north side of the temple. Jehadoya and his sons brought out the king's son and put the crown on him. They presented him with a copy of the covenant and proclaimed him king. They anointed him and shouted, long live the king. And as a seven-year-old, I'm sure that he's just sitting there confused, like, okay, what do I do now? Fuck <laughs> bitches, get money? <laughs> 
Um, well, so when Athaliah heard the noise, this is this would be the kid's grandmother, right? The mm-hmm. queen, the queen, I guess, of Israel. Um, when she heard the noise made by the guards and the people, she went out to the people at the temple of the Lord. She looked there. Uh, she looked, and there was the king standing by the pillar, as the custom was. The officers and trumpeters were beside the king, and all of the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Then Athaliah tore her robes and called out, Treason! Treason! Jehadoya the priest ordered the commanders of the units of a hundred, who were in charge of the troops, bring her out between the ranks, and put the sword to anyone who follows her. For the priests had said, She must not be put to death in the temple of the Lord. So they seized her as they... Uh, they seized her as she reached the place where the horses enter the palace grounds, and there she was put to death. So I forget that when these people are like extremely dramatic, they strip themselves naked yeah, and scream. <laughs> <laughs> they tear their clothes. Can, can you just imagine that happening like in modern times now? It's like yeah. some girl gets like bad news or something like that, and she just goes out into the middle of the street and it's like, ah! And like strips and she's waving her titties in the air. It's like, no! I mean, that's not exactly how tearing of the clothes works, but okay. I, you have you have your ideas. You're very <laughs> creative, honey. Okay. <laughs> so, so Joash was seven years old when he began to reign in the seventh year of Jehu. Joash became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 40 years. His mother's, da- his mother's name was Zabiah and she was from Beersheba. Jehadoya then made a covenant that he and the people and the king would be the Lord's people. All the people went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed the altars and idols and killed Matin, the priest of Baal, in front of the altars. Then Jehadoya placed the oversight of the temple of the Lord in the hands of the priests who were Levites, to whom David had made assignments in the temple to present the burnt offerings of the Lord as written in the laws of Moses with rejoicing and singing as David had ordered. He also stationed doorkeepers at the gates of the Lord's temple so that no one who was in any way unclean might enter. He took with him the commanders of hundreds, the nobles, the rulers from the people, and all the people of the land that brought the king down from the temple of the Lord. They went into the palace through the upper gate and seated the king on the royal throne. And all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet because Athaliah had been slain with the sword." So Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years Jehadoya the priest instructed him. The high places, however, were not removed, and the people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. So even though the Temple of Baal was gone, right, but that was that was in Israel. In Judah, even though the king did the right things, there were still traces of paganism. In right. Judah. Fuck that. Yeah. Traces of paganism. You know, that's a lot like Christmas at Christmas time when you say happy holidays. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Yeah. So that's actually the end of it today. I know it's kind of short, but but today is kind of short. Next time it's, it's going to be a little bit longer because we're going to go into the prophecy of Joel. Mm-hmm. And... In the early years of Joash's reign as a child king, there's a great disaster that befalls Judah. Um, and we're going to have armies of locusts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and uh, interesting, interesting parallels 
um, with uh, the prophet of Joel and other prophecies um, that have happened. Um, so we're going to talk about that. There's going to be a call for repentance, um, rededication, uh, promises of blessing, all kinds of interesting things. So the, the prof, the prophet Joel is who we're going to meet next time. And, uh, we're going to do that. That is the entire next time before we continue with Joe Ash as, and we'll say adults. Okay. Mm hmm. Awesome. And Joe Ash is going to be a dipshit? Well, no. Joe Ash is not a dipshit. Remember, Joe Ash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord all the years Jehoiada the priest instructed him. Well, yeah. Is all the years that he instructed him. I'm saying ultimately he's going to make God cry. Well, yeah. I mean, that's uh, going to happen. Uh, yeah, I kind of figure that's going to happen regardless. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I was meaning. I wasn't talking about in that particular portion. Anyways... So, well, heathens, we're done for this week's Bible study. Yeah. I hope that you enjoyed it. I know I did thoroughly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like the big slaughter weeks? Oh, yeah. The slaughter weeks are the best weeks. There wasn't a lot of details about the slaughter this time. Like, no. But, I mean, it, it happened. I mean, she killed. She even killed her own kids. I know. How savage is that? I know. Billy! I need to talk with you. <laughs> well, it's like, I don't even get it because one of her sons was already king and, and he got killed. So I don't understand why it's just, it's confusing to me. Yeah. I don't, the timing I don't and everything about this is confusing. I wonder how she did it. Like, did she like order people to go and do it? There's no details about it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just speculating at this yeah. point. Like, I mean, I, there's no way to know. I mean, for one thing, this probably didn't happen for another thing. I mean, there's no details. Yeah. Anyways, well, I hope that you humans will tune in next week when there's more senseless slaughter as well as more on this um, boy king. And I guess we'll see you heathens then. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens.